Hi, welcome to the Dust Yourself Off My Dear podcast. I'm Beth Blanco, your host, and this podcast is all about healing your past, especially childhood wounds, and using your life lessons as fuel for your greatest comeback. My book, Dust Yourself Off My Dear, Nine Lessons for Living Your Best Life, is precisely on this subject and the inspiration for my show. Today, I want to dive into the why why healing is so important, and a little bit about my own journey. Also, what you can expect this season and how to begin your own healing journey. My life today is vastly different than even four or five years ago. I focused more on education, my career, and just staying and even keel emotionally as I could. You see, my moods were all over the place like a teeter-totter. If I woke up in a bad mood, my emotions followed that and vice versa. I suffered from depression and lifelong anxiety. And it never dawned on me that I was in charge and I could choose to shift my emotions if I, if I wanted to. So if you flip-flop emotionally like I did, and especially if you have a glass half-empty model, this is totally for you. In 2016, I read the book, The Secret, and it it totally changed my life, like mind blown. It was the first time that that it really got deep into my soul, that my moods and emotions actually affected the trajectory of my life. You know, I know about life attracts life, such as a magnet, but it honestly truly manifests into existence into our life so if you're on a path of a feeling negative thinking negative you're drawing more of that into you so then obviously the opposite of that is if you want more good things to happen and your dreams to happen that you have to be on a course of Um, happiness and joy, all the positive um, emotions. And we're going to talk more about that. So now I've been studying the law of attraction and manifesting for over four years now. And um, even though that book, The Secret, is not my absolute favorite anymore on the subject, it was my introduction to the subject. And so it still holds a very special place in my heart. And what it did have that's really good is examples of how to affect man, um, activate manifesting in your life. So one of my favorite stories in the book is how Jack Canfield, the co-author of the Chicken Soup for the um, Soul book series, he manifested from earning 9000 per year and um, making the following year 92000 And I want to give you the gist, okay? So he focused on a goal um, of making 100000 a year. And you see, he almost made it, but as he said, he was not complaining that he fell a little short. Obviously, 92000 is is, you know, much better than making 8000 a year. So the first thing he did was he got clear on his goal. It was $100,000. And this was a long time ago, probably 25 or 30 years. Um, so it was, it's a lot of money now. It was an, ex, you know, an extreme amount of money back then. Um... Next, he took a dollar bill and he took a marker and he wrote 100000 on it. And he taped it to the ceiling so that every morning when he woke up, that's the first thing that he saw. Next, he got into the emotion, the joy, and the gratitude that $100,000 was on its way. And then 
he stopped stressing and mulling it over and expected it to show up. What? That's crazy, right? Because what do we normally do? We obsess over a goal. We worry and then we get angry. Why isn't my life changing? You know, where where is this thing that I want? Why isn't it showing up? Why is everything still the same? When we do that, we choke the energy of manifesting and then the things don't come in. So what what happened was he was doing speaking, you know, pretty much for free at that time. He wasn't making much money, so he was um, probably on a free talk. He did one in a college. But in the audience was a reporter who came up to him after the talk and asked to interview him, which then led to launching his career and book sales. And this was before Chicken Soup for the Soul, so it was for a different book that he had. But, you know, it took him down the path of being able to um, sell books and do paid speaking and just the trajectory of what he wanted to manifest in his life. So you just never know, you know, when you're going through the motions, he was doing this free speaking engagement, which, you know, he didn't want to, to do all his life. He wanted to be paid at some point, but you never know who's in the audience, right? The universe will put you in touch with people that will you know, help launch your career, or that will be a very key part of um, your future. Also, not just people, but um, situations, maybe a free gig will lead to a paying gig. So hopefully this resonates and you understand, um, you know, what I mean. So but as you work on your dreams, doing the inner work of healing becomes so important. Because if you have limited beliefs about being unworthy, thoughts will crop up like, who am I to do this? Maybe I'm not smart enough. I'm not pretty enough. I'm not well-spoken enough. I mean, I could go on and on, but you know that what those voices in your head are saying to you. And those are just childhood wounds and self-doubt trying to run the show. Nobody that ever completely changed their life let those voices win. So if you have dreams of doing more or being more, maybe finding the love of your life or having financial freedom, writing that book, speaking on stage, going after a huge career move, you really need to do the work of healing your childhood and other wounds. You also need to strengthen your self-love so that you don't self-sabotage your progress along the way. And you need to kick your... Um, fears and self self doubt to the curb. So let's talk about those um, voices, which are your ego. Ego tries to keep us small, to keep us safe. You know what to expect from what you have now, even if you're completely miserable. Going after your dreams is super scary. It's a land of the unknown. But no one ever did anything amazing by staying where they are. And, and now today, there's not saber-toothed tigers that are chasing us or people with spears trying to, you know, take our land. So we can safely quiet that ego and learn to shift it, whether the changes in, in your life that you want to make are big or small. And I want to leave you with a few tips today so you be, can begin doing the inner work. And then I'm going to be interviewing some experts in healing, shifting, and manifesting to help you learn and to strengthen yours like a muscle. 
So the first thing I want you to do is to get clear on your dreams. If you're new to man manifesting, start out with some basics. As you heal, you're going to expand your desires and they'll get bigger and more expansive naturally. So just create a list. Even before I knew about manifesting, there were things that I wanted to change in my life, even though I was scared. I wanted to live out in the country, but my house was only 10 years old and it was in good shape. And I, I knew what to expect as far as not having much home repair come my way. And I had a small yard to take care of. Um, but we lived in a bad part of town. It was the industrial part of town. There were abandoned buildings that my son could explore. And there were just, you know, kids that were not the best that um, he was hanging out with. And my why became bigger than my fear. Um, I had an hour commute each way to work and I spent a lot of time away from home. And so um, one day I just quit my job with, with no plan. Um, I cashed an investment and bought a $17,000 house out in the country. Now this is when the market had tanked and, and um, you know, I could not do that now, but back then it was like the perfect timing. So I'm not saying that this is the right decision for everyone, but I followed my gut, which is another huge component of manifesting. And we'll talk a lot about it on this show. But I had been being pulled for about a year. This little voice inside of me was saying, Beth, you need to make a change. You know, you, you can't um, work so many hours away from home. And, you know, you're not happy living in this neighborhood. Um, Spencer's not hanging out with the best kids. He doesn't really have, you know, a, he's not going down a good path in his life. And so, that voice just get, kept getting louder and louder until one day I just put in my two-week notice. Um, but the crazy thing is once I did that, the next day I got offered a, a job working part-time that I never even applied for. My son went on to um, wrestle for his new school that he had, and he ended up taking three state champions with his team and became number five in the state of Michigan. It was the best decision that I ever made. And it started out with a simple list like, I want to move Spencer from this neighborhood. I want to live out in the country. I want to work less hours and, and not be so far away from home all the time. I want to spend more time with my son. I want him to have better people and role models in his life and to have goals. You see, I didn't wish for a mansion or a Maserati, although my desires have gotten larger over the years. I just started with what was um, pulling on my soul. And I want you guys to take a few minutes to, to craft a list like that. What are the very basics today? If you could change your life, what would they be? Next, then do a journal dump a journal dump, sorry, that's hard to say, um, and find out everything you believe about why you can't have your goals and dreams, okay? Some of mine were like a big yard would be a really big pain in the butt, and an older home in the country would be hard to maintain. Honestly, I just ended up ignoring those and I jumped because this was before my manifesting days, okay? Um, but now I even know better. So it all worked out, all right? I, I, um, I ended up, I bought a lawn tractor so I didn't have to worry about, you know, maintaining the yard so much. And I've been handling home repairs fine. So, uh, you know, sometimes our fears stop us from having the life of our dreams. Actually, they always do. But once you find those blocks, create a statement to the opposite um, of that belief. 
you know, for example, I should have been telling myself, the house I buy will have minimal home repairs. Or, you know, um, I'll be able to handle the, the lawn by myself, okay? Things like that. Now, recent, here's a good example. So recently, my son totaled my car. He hit a deer and he rolled it, okay? And I found myself panicking about the car insurance, that they probably would want to rip me off and not pay off my car in full. You know, all those conversations that come up in our head when something happens. And I had to stop myself. I had to stop myself dead in the tracks. And this is four or five years into doing this inner work, okay? Um, and I had to tell myself, no, I'm going to get a fair price for my car. It's going to pay it off and I'm going to have some left over. I'm going to have some money coming back to me, which is exactly what ended up happening. And in fact, they're they're paying for my sales tax for a replacement vehicle as part of my policy. I didn't even know that, you know, that that was just kind of icing on the cake. So when you learn to quiet those voices and flip that switch, amazing things come your way. You know, another tip, a final tip for the day is um, to just start controlling your emotions. And I don't mean being Pollyanna and sing and laugh regardless if your world is falling down around you. You can still feel those emotions as they come, but then shift it on purpose into a better feeling state of being. Um, And you might have to to work on this by doing things that are not related to whatever is upsetting you. Like put on some music and dance around or watch a funny movie. Maybe call your best friend um, and just, you know, get swept away into a great conversation. Um, You know, focus on somebody else's life. That's a great way to do it. You know, also maybe a bubble bath with a glass of wine or read a book that you've been wanting to read. Find reasons every day to be happy, excited, content, at peace, grateful, basically joyful. And then start saying hi to strangers. Hold the door for people. Say thank you. Smile. Just be happy on purpose, even if you're faking it until you're making it type of scenario. As you become happier, you'll raise your vibration and it'll become more of a normal state. It'll become natural. You'll still feel mad or sad, but you won't stay there for long. Um, Okay, well, I think this is enough for today. I don't want to overwhelm you and give you too much homework. Um, This is something that's going to take some time because habits don't happen overnight and retraining your brain is not easy. So definitely take your time but don't give up. So here's a quick recap of your assignment. Number one, get clear on what you want to change in your life. Number two, journal dump on what's standing in your way and then create statements that are the opposite of those beliefs and begin reciting them daily, multiple times per day. And then next, get in control of your emotions. Learn to shift them so that you can stay in a positive mindset as much as possible. And then the last one, bring more joy into your life on purpose daily. Awesome, guys. This has been so much fun. I will see you next week for a new episode of the Dust Yourself Off My Dear podcast. Love and light to all. Mm -hmm.